Welcome to episode 05, WP Tonic. Today, Jonathan and I will be going over responsive design. We'll be going over a base of a program. We'll talk about four business points. We're going to talk about some themes in responsive design. And without further ado, and I forgot something, we're going to talk about what would you do with $2,000 for marketing your small business. So without further ado, let's get right into the show. Jonathan, Bill Conrad, WP Tonic. What a day. What a morning. Yes, what a morning. Well, let's go. Let's well, go. Jonathan, welcome to, first of all, your timeline is up today. Yes. People are going to hear this afterward. It's, it's episode 20 from Timeline of Success, and you can find all about Jonathan, and we'll link it to the website. And we're starting to slowly get going to get better systems set up. It's been busy uh, 20 days, hasn't it? It really has. I've had some project, emergency project work to do for, for clients, and uh, and uh, it's all gone reasonably well. But uh, last weekend, I was working all weekend on a client site. But um, so and um, and on Monday and on Tuesday, and we've gone live. Yes, we went live on Wednesday, on and I was sorting out some of the minor problems on the Thursday. Really? Can you give that site out? Um, yeah, it's the um, it's the throttle um, girl. Can we spell it? T H R O double T E R girl. We'll get the dot net. We'll get the link to that so we can see what you're working on. I don't even know what you're working on. Hey, couple things. This show is kind of interesting. It's kind of a fun show. I'm knocking out the daily show for the last 20 days, which is a lot of work. It is. I've gone down from five hours down to about three hours on production, which is good. Yes. But that's really good. Three and a, they're actually six or seven hours initially. Yeah, it took you two hours to set this show up, but, though, Bill, did it? You no, know, I did start. Well, this, we got a new piece of equipment. You always got a new piece of equipment, Bill. No, it, yeah. Um, anyway. You do like spending money, Bill, no, don't you? No, no. So. Actually, I like to make money eventually, but you have to spend money to make There's no money. chance. Get used to it, Bill. Um, I, I've, I've, God knows how much money I've spent on plugins and. Oh, I know you've spent a lot. I'll tell you, in the soft side, and what you do as a developer and deciding what licenses you want, I could see that could be a good developer is going to spend thousands of dollars a year in licenses, aren't they? I wouldn't quite. There's a group that you buy, but you really got you know, has this really saved time? It, you know, is it going to continuously be improved? Is is are you going to get good support? Has has the developer or developers behind this have a track record of making good code? Um, have they got a good reputation? You know, these are the things that I look at, and I don't buy as many plugins as I used to. I, I bought um, I bought a quite expensive one about a week ago, um, and what it does. Um, He's um, he, he's the joint presenter on a, a development podcast, um, the name of with which escapes me, but I'm looking at it for it right now. Um, and um, he's the co-host with Pippin Williamson, um, and uh, he's got his own plugging um, company. And uh, basically, it allows you to migrate the data. You can have a, you can have you could be developing on your local machine. Um, let's say you've set right. you've done the heavy work and you put all the plugins in, but you're doing some extra work. So you can have a copy on your local machine. You could have a copy on your staging site, 
I don't know if you know what I mean by a, sta- a staging site. And then you've got your live site. Well, no, I understand your local machine, and I know the live site. So what is the staging site? The staging site is it's on a, on a server, um, but it's not the live website. It's a site where you're putting new plugins or you're doing work on. So how do, you, how do you set the path up on that site? Well, this is what this plugin does. It makes a path. Well, it enables you to transfer the database mm. from one, from your local to your staging to, because that used to, there are backup plugins that allow you to migrate the um, the physical files, right? Um, the images, but um, like your widget, widget areas, right. you always found that even the best migration plugin, of course, if you're using double WP Engine as your host, one of the or fly I think Flywheel also provide this and a couple of the other hosting providers that specialise in WordPress. What most of them do is they provide a staging site. They provide a mechanism where you've got a mirror a mirror of your live site. Right. And they provide the interface where you can just transfer almost instantaneously. That's WP Engine, right? And some of the other specialised Right. Uh, but I'm doing it the kind of rough and ready way. Um, but this um, this plugin is fantastic because, um, oh, the podcast that I was talking about is uh, Applied Filters, and it's a great podcast. It's aimed, um, and it's run by uh, Brad, and I'm going to destroy his name, Tuzenard. He's... I think he's a French Canadian. It's T O U E S N A R D. I have no no idea. Brad. They say it's Brad. And you've got Pippin Willem, Willem, Willemson. Um, and um, basically, what Brad has developed is a plugin called WP Migrate DP Pro. It doesn't exactly row off your tongue, does it? Um, but it's a great plugin, and what it does is you, it allows you to migrate your database from your local machine to your staging site, and then from your staging site to your production site. And um, you, you literally have to put a snippet of code into a into a window, click migrate, and it just migrates the data, database almost instantaneously. That's amazing that it does it so well. I know that. Now I get a quick question. But that cost me. I, I know I've oh. gone off topic yeah, a little yeah. bit, but that cost me. I, I bought the, not the highest development level because I bought the development license, the middle one, um, and it enables me to put it on this program onto thirty websites. But that cost me. Um, but they, he did have a good special offer. He had a good coupon code on a, but it's normally a hundred and ninety nine dollars. And I, I got it for about 130, so it's still quite expensive plugin. But um, Brad's an excellent guy, and he's an excellent coder, and it's worth the money. This plugin. Well, that's good. And that issue goes back to how much you actually spend a, a year on licensing as a developer. Now, I I'm not a developer. I sort of I guess I am because I have three licenses now, two or three. You I've, do. I've got lead you've pages. got quite a few websites going. Yeah, but that's how I learned, you know, and I do have a lot, and I did You're early on. You're probably going to cut down, I would imagine, because, you know, the man you said you've had 
you've had up and going that's not really that well, stuff. Each yeah. of my girls have a website. My wife's got oh, the right. website. We got two in the real estate company. We have the top sites would be Timeline of Success, but they're really simple sites that produce and almost like a blog and then slowly building. But what does bother me is the backup. And I want to talk to you about the backup today. But let's let's leave that for episode six and talk about backup, the importance of backup, and the different I ways. I thought we were talking about responsive design. No, let's leave that episode six because today's episode is going to be responsive design. All right, yeah. So we can get right into it. But before we get to responsive design, I want to talk about some business practices. Yeah, that's my side. Right, yeah. So here, a couple of lessons. In timeline, I've really learned some lessons. I've learned from Jonathan too. When you do these shows about business people or successful people, you pick up from them. One of my points actually has come out of Jonathan's show. I've got three major points. One is never run out of money. Now, I'm not talking about making large sums of money, but just don't let yourself run out of money as a principle in business because you can be making money and still run out of money, uh, if, especially in construction, if you have a traditional construction company, things of that nature. So cash flow, it's also called cash flow. Cash flow for your life, that's a principle. The other principle is is stay productive. Make good use of your time, take care of yourself. And the third principle right now, which I think is really important, and Jonathan brought it out in me, and I have a tendency to try to do too much. And sometimes when you do too much, you go backwards. But sometimes you push through too. And I'm pushing through right now and getting better balance. And what it is is the industry or business of both WordPress and to some extent the podcast business, what I'm doing now, the new media, is new. So. I've been working a hard year at it, and you learn what it really takes to, to do things. Things that look simple may not be simple. And then finally, my fourth point, which I think is really important, at least to my, my media company, is, and I, I used to do this in my design build construction, is buy the best equipment you can with your budget. Because if you try to cut corners and junk, especially when you have to learn software, you have to learn hardware. It takes time to do that, and if it's junk, you've wasted your time. And I can tell you of days that I wasted on certain softwares that either changed or modified. That if I wish I'd just gone to some like Adobe Edition right off the bat and started getting Adobe Edition down. Uh, thank goodness I started to forget about GarageBand. People love GarageBand, but Adobe Edition can do so much more, so much faster. And then today we have a new mixer. We're going to see how that's working. It's a good, it's a much more solid mixer. Uh, it's not the most expensive but for the field operation. It's a Mackie and it feels so much better than my other mixer. But the other mixer was working okay until I got my high speed mic, um, my new mic which I just got this week and it doesn't have the amps to push that dynamic mic. All right. So and the other thing too is I've done is I've actually borrowed equipment from other people. That's where you network among masterminds. Unfortunately we don't have a lot of podcasters in Reno to mastermind. No. It's amazing that there's a void in the Reno area of people doing what I do. It's absolute void. You wouldn't find that in any other major city. I don't know if Reno's a major city or not. No, I wouldn't classify Love it. No. Love it, dear, but I would not classify it as a major city. It's actually pretty small. It's the uh, second largest city in Nevada, but it is small. It's 200,000. It's a small city in some other states. Yes. So, without ado, that was the lessons for the day for business. Jonathan's going to go into dynamic design, which is really Responsive important. design. Excuse me. Responsive design. You know why I said dynamic? Because you've got that theme from iThemes on your brain. I, I, I love it. I love it. I, so you guys know what I use on all my sites. 
is I use Genesis with dynamic with a K at the end. And that's on my sites have the same thing. Genesis with dynamic. And the the theme I always get confused here. We got WordPress and Genesis. Genesis they say that it's a theme, but it's not a theme. It's a framework. It's a Bill. framework. It's a framework, Bill. But it's in the theme. But there is overlap. It, you know, understandable. I wouldn't criticize you for your for your um, slight <laughs> Na- confusion. Na- naivety. I wouldn't say naivety at all. I would say you have your right to be slightly confused because there is a lot of overlap between what is a framework and what is a theme, mm-hmm. and you could you could utilize. And I'll, I would be criticized for this, and especially on the um, on the guys that run applied filters. Um, I, I think you could actually say some themes are kind of like master, some frameworks are like master themes, and there's a lot of overlap, so your confusion in to, some, to some extent is justifiable. And I understand it now, I know it. Uh, now, well, is, I, your, I know, I know is your beloved um, framework, and then... So you got Genesis, which is the framework, and then you got this theme that you love. Is that responsive? Yes, dynamic is responsive. Now, and what do you? And you you said that with such conviction. But what do you what do you take when I say responsive linked to this theme? What do you think I mean? It will adjust to my iPhone, the iPad, and other and mobile devices, or other you know monitors and systems when you pull it in from the side from your computer it actually adjusts to get the most critical elements or theme or message to the user and he's um folks he's totally correct about that amazing but but he's also he's also (laughs) deluding himself as well and um and it's not an attack on our beloved bill here but um he he is saying exactly what I expected him to say on that subject, I guess and, that's good. Uh, and um, there's nothing wrong what he said, but let's let's go back a bit, and then I'm I'm going to go in a bit about why I've just said what I've said about Bill's response to my initial question. So, as as a you know, we when we did the first episode, we said we we're going to aim this at the person that's either running a uh, a successful online business or is thinking of running a business online or is um, got the responsibility to run a a website for some organization which they're committed to whatever whatever your reason you have a need to get people to a website and your um, directly or indirectly have some responsibility for the success of this website project so you're the audience so what why is responsive important to you now responsive is a broad term it um, it is an umbrella term that basically encapsulates um, a lot of technology that has been developed and it was around the framework of this technology was around between 2008 and 2009 but it didn't really hit 
the level where it was producing a lot of excitement in the word in the website development website design community development community until our article came out in May around May and I think it was around 2010 and I'm gonna kill this guy's name again Effen Maricott um, Effen? Effen E-T-H-A-N Effen, okay Effen Maricott produced an article on um, Lister Park Lister Park is a famous web design blog a lot of web designers developer types go to this blog list apart and um, he produced an article about some new technology that's been introduced and there, there's an industry body that has control over how CSS CSS is the main kind of language you know you you have two building blocks you've got HTML HTML and you've got CSS and CSS is controlled by this um, industry body and people like Oracle Microsoft Apple are represented on this on this industry organization and um, they control the development of CSS and um, I'm not going to go into a lot about how the how CSS is developed and how these new things come out because it'd be a long episode and it'd be too techy. Um, but they had, they had this this industry body had produced some new technology, and it was around about how websites could adapt to different screen. Resolution. I'm a bit nervous, folks, because Bill is starting. Ivy's getting, no, bored. He's getting bored with this conversation. No, our he's sound worried is, about his mixer. Our sound is good. All right. It's just a new he's mixer. getting me nervous, Matthew. folks. Um, so let's get on to the chase here. So they brought so out. You, Jonathan, you just peeked out. All right, I peeked out. <laughs> he got too are excited. You, are you going to clap? No, I didn't clap. Oh, God, don't. <laughs> Drive on. It's good. Uh, I'm actually listening to what you say, and it's very interesting. Yep. Yeah. Um, no, it is honestly, it isn't. So let's get back to the chase here because we're here all day. Um, basically, got this new technology out, and how do you pronounce his name? Effen. Effen. Effen's Effen. good. Effen, I, my Effen came out with this article. This is an Effen good and he article. Had, he had, he had pointed out that these new developments could be incorporated into an, a website, and that web would make that website have the ability to adapt to different screen resolutions. And the and it's like lots of things. Um, this this the basic technology had been around for a couple of years, I think, but nobody had really written about it extensively on a really well-read blogs. And the reason why, because there was really not a lot of need for it, because it it does cause a lot of extra work, and. The reason why it had suddenly become rather important was of hardware, of of the iPhone, the iPad, and the Android. You know, smartphone technology had erupted at the same time, or around the same period, and basically, you know, the, and it still is the case. 
Um, there are some WordPress technologies that help with this, but building a, a purpose app for your iPhone, for your Android, for your iPad, is a very expensive process compared to even a website. It's 10 o'clock. So even, <laughs> even if some bloody voice appeared from nowhere. That's our, uh, yeah, telling us the time, it's good. That's, oh, that's, right. that's the third party, the computer, the Mac. God. Um, we had that last Can time. I get back on subject? Because um, basically, um, it's expensive to build apps. So you want a website that can adapt to your iPhone, to your iPad, to your 24-inch monitor, to whatever, to its best of ability. It can't, it can't, it's not magic, but it now can adapt to these different devices and these different screen resolutions. And this is why this article, it came out around the same time that these mobile devices were increasingly coming out and increasing now, increasingly being used. Now, as a business owner, why, you know, I've gone in the past 10 minutes and hopefully you haven't fallen asleep. But why is all this important to you, the business owner? Well, let me answer. Well, can I first of all put my little bit in first, Bill? Okay. And then, yeah. but I the, think why I, can... I think it's important is that. This year, um, when you look at the statistics that are published on the internet about who are viewing sites and what they're using, over 70, or between 60 to 70% of the people that are coming to your website are coming to your website and they're using a mobile device, a tablet, a smartphone, some mobile device, and, and now between 50 between 50 and 40 percent are you are going to your website using a, what is classified as a classic computer, a laptop, uh, a desktop computer. So you can see now that if you've got a website and you want to cater to your audience, it's best that it caters it, it responded to what device they were using. So what what, what was you going to say? No, responsive design. I, I You said it, but I, let me say it in a business manner. And which is really important to touch people. I would have to say that a lot of pretty well-off business people who, depending on their business, don't know what responsive design is. They need to know, and the younger folks do. The companies, the businesses that are driving hard and catching up and overcoming some of the traditional businesses understand responsive design because younger people get it. They, the younger people adapted quicker with the smartphones the pads, things of that nature. When I talk young, I, maybe college to uh, 35, 40, there's some generation, then it starts falling off, it appears. So you have to have that responsive design because most people now are using their smartphones, their pads, because they're carrying with them to contact the web, to go on the web, to look at you know websites. And if you don't have a good responsive design, if you can't get the points down right away what, or find what you want to find, People aren't going to use your site or your company, whatever it might be. For example, let's say I'm downtown, I'm trying to find a place to eat. I'll pull up my iPad or iPhone and I'll, I'll search for a place to eat. I'll look at their website. If there's a good responsive design, I'll find out what, what they have, what, what's the bottom line of that company or that restaurant to buy food. And I'll, I'll end up going there maybe. So those are the little things. Does that make sense? I think Bill's, you were spot on, Bill. I think. I think 
he really explained why it's so important. But what I'm aghast at is that this week I went to a couple um, local Reno uh, business networking type run by the Reno Chamber and another local business organisation. And a lot of the people that were attending um, were business owners and but, but they, they were both presentations and they were around web technology and it was the level of questioning you know when it came to the question section I was aghast at the naivety the level, not and I'm not trying to be sarcastic here or arrogant but it was still shocking the amount of ignorance around the general business community. I agree. I, I think in all cities it may not be this way, and all businesses may not this way. But on your local business meetups, the brick and mortar guys out there who are working their butts off to keep their little restaurant or business, whatever it might be, up, or real estate company, they haven't gone in and seen the changes. And the changes are coming fast. But the people who adopt to it, a lot of auto dealerships have adopted to the responsive design. Uh, we see that, and it works because younger people buying vehicles. But let me add to what you said. I belong to a group of, I'm 57, and I belong to a group of business people, successful business people, who have a, for the most part, a monthly luncheon and meetup. And some of our speakers are very good. They've written books. They're a little older. And I'm aghast at their lack of understanding. Every speaker I ask to try to come on timelines and then we also do that Google Hangout live. They don't get it. Instead of talking to 60 or 70 people at that luncheon, which they do talk to, they have a chance to talk to thousands of people with the same effort. And they don't see it. They don't understand that thousands of people are watching or seeing what they're doing because of the different sources of media. It sort of fits in that responsive design. People don't get it. People don't understand the change that has happened so fast. Yeah. Now, Avery, now, one last thing. Avery, I got to interview him from Timeline. Avery, you know he ran for mayor? Yes. He was probably the best candidate. He didn't win. He was a little too high tech. He didn't connect politically with the traditional political systems. But he understands what's happening. I saw him. He understands the future and the direction we're going. Yeah. I, what's his first name? Do you know Avery's first no, name? No, I don't. I know I saw him at the forum. It's the only time I've seen him. I sent a quick email during the campaign congratulating him on really saying the right things. But it's going to happen fast. And there's something called the S-curve. you know what the S-curve is? Yes. The S-curve means it moves very fast. It's moving very fast right now, and the early adopters have adopted. The, the people in the middle are picking it up, and the last people will be the people who adopt slowly, and they'll be run over. So um, I think Bill's, you know, uh, what Bill said is totally spot on. But um, I personally have been a bit slow about taking um, on responsive design. Um, why it's it's been a time factor um, and also the kind of client a lot of the clientele that i'm dealing with because the brutal facts are um a lot of the clientele that i'm dealing with they they haven't got the resources and they haven't in money time to really they fundamentally don't understand what responsive design is why it's important they listen when i explain it to them but i still don't think they really comprehend why it's so important and basically those that talk about responsive design and bring out examples of pure 
They bring out what I would call the unicorn fairy, you know, the perfect example of a responsive design. And the but brutal facts, um, a cut and a custom design, a fully custom web design, i.e. that your designer listens to your requirements and then designs a pure design based on your requirements and then he or she or they get somebody codes that website up and then places it into WordPress. That's that's gonna be an expensive endeavor and that's gonna be between six to ten thousand dollars to get people that really know what they're doing. And then you've got the responsive element and the responsive element is that you should do the respect most people I don't agree with this I do it the other way um, but most people design for the smartphone first and then they design for bigger screen resolutions I tend to go to the other direction I prefer to design for the large larger screen and work down because I think it's more of a page layout and clients have a better understanding and then you can work out which key elements from that larger screen that you really need to show up on the smaller screen but can you see where i'm going with this this all has to be worked out well working out means time working out means money and then i haven't touched the reality is that somebody's got after the site is developed somebody's got to test this in all these different devices and there's virtual testing um, software right. but fundamentally virtual testing is great but it's only so far it can go you really need to see how that website looks on an iPad how it looks on an iPad mini how it looks on an iPhone how it looks on a, a draw, can you see where I'm going with this there's folks? so many different there platforms. is a ton of testing and extra work well most clients even if they've got a successful small to medium business I'm not talking about businesses that are just struggling I'm talking about businesses that I have want to do better they're successful they want to make more money so they see it instead of a cost they see it as an investment, right? There's a dip, you know, if a business is struggling, they only see marketing as a cost. Right, no, no, but, I understand. But, there's, but what you have to explain to them is that this is a lot of extra work. But there are shortcuts, which I want to explain, but there's also costs to shortcuts. Well, you only so have this three, gets Bill response to have, what I've just said. You have three more minutes left, Jonathan, three to four more minutes in the show. Oh, we've got to keep on going. But we, next show. Yes, no, we're going to bring him back. We're no, gonna, I'm we're the marketing gonna, side. Oh, well, we, we, over, this isn't, we need to keep on going. We're pushing Bill. on 30 minutes. We need This needs to be a 40 to 50. Oh. Let's keep going, Bill. See, I, I believe that we should be bringing no, guys back. No, we're going on, Bill. Right. Five more minutes. Right. I think he hit it right in the numbers. And if you see what I'm doing with my business this year, I put, I'm retooling. I had a pretty darn good business prior to my last five-year deployment. And it was had an exchange server and all the right things, great contact management. And I'm retooling because I've gone back in and had to re-educate myself. I've had to learn WordPress. I'm definitely learning sound and different elements. But what I would say is for me, I'm focusing on, like you, 
the basic laptop screen top and the smartphone. So I'm looking at the smartphone and the iPad. Those are the big. And then I'll work down from there. But the other thing too, it's important in testing. Let's say you don't have enough to find somebody like yourself. You just can't afford it. Maybe you can afford a little bit, but not everything. You're going to have to self-educate yourself. You're going to have to study. And you're going to have to burn the midnight oil. You're going to have to work a lot of hours to figure things out. And you have to listen to shows like this. Go online and read, study. There are sources out there for you to learn. So it's sort of a balance, depending on how much time and money you have. Yeah. So yeah, I, um, I've kind of laid... I, 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 I have one question. Yeah, go on, Bill. What can I do as a small business owner? Let's say I have a restaurant with two to $3,000. That's what I want to know. What do I do today if I want to start marketing with this two to $3,000? By the way, I would say that your two to $3,000 spent on getting your fundamentals down on your website are well worth what you would get from the newspaper. A newspaper, you might get more immediate response now, but in the long run, if you get your website down, because everyone's going to be popping up on all your cities on their iPhones and things of that nature. Yeah. Well, and, I think and, and I, what, I, I agree with what Bill said, but I also have, to have I also disagree with those that have totally gone what I call digitized mad. And what I mean by that is that I I think Bill has just said some fantastic, giving you some fantastic advice. But I I don't unlike some people. I think there's really a, a, a there's a need and there's a place for what I call traditional marketing. I think television, radio, newspapers. I think a lot there's. I think newspapers had a problem with their cost base, their ownership, their advertising. Um, they're just their cost base. Right. No. Um, I agree. But I don't think local papers and no, the national papers that survive are going anywhere. I think. I think there will always be a need for a newspaper. Um, I think there's there's um, I think it, there's a problem that people just don't have the time. I'm not sure that there's a need for a paper every day, um, but um, I think the traditional. But what people have found is that to get what Bill said that instant response, unless you've spent a lot of time on your website and you. You, you have high traffic numbers you are going to have to use traditional media but what you find is that when people find out about your business through radio television newspapers whatever is that they then go to your website right you can point them to, to find the out more about you and if your website is awful and non-responsive and they can't view it easily on their mobile device you will find that a lot of the money that you spent through traditional media to get them to go to that website has been wasted. Yep. Guess what? Banks are going to look at your website to see if they're going to fund your business. I've already seen that. That's another issue. All sorts of people are looking at that website. If a bank sees you without a website and you have a retail business, they're probably not going to fund you in some aspects. That's the first place that they're going to say, why would we even go any deeper with this company? if they don't have a website I mean they should but they don't things are changing um, yeah so I want to delve in so Bill gave the question you've got a client that's got two to three thousand dollars well I think fundamentally we are going to be looking at a theme for that client and I, I utilize oh. themes a lot for clients a commercial theme um, 
one of the problems is though that there has to be an agreement between the designer developer and the client about what they're precisely providing and can do so you choose a theme a commercially produced theme and the designers probably the clients cannot vision if if a, a theme's a certain color a certain structure has certain content in it and it's been displayed and it a client looks at it and they cannot they just haven't got the capacity to visualize with a few changes that we might get a totally different look they just can't do it they just haven't got the experience some, some people can some people can't you can't, have a, in my idea. experience most clients can't do it um so you take a theme that's been developed and designed for, and it's responsive but what you got and the the web designer developer should be able to customize it if you provide a list of functionality that you're looking but be aware that there's been a lot of testing in in or there should have been that's one of the things the designer developer needs to uh, investigate before they suggest that we we utilize this theme is that it has been properly tested on various devices so he needs or her needs to do some testing and then um, what you've got to be aware of if you start moving everything around and this is one of my criticisms of the theme that you're utilizing is that you start moving stuff around and yes it might look well in the one browser on the one on the computer that you're utilizing but if there's a lot of fundamental change in that code that whole website then needs retesting so in various browsers on various plat on devices and that will take a load of time what happens it's not retested because there isn't the budget for it you know no jonathan what there's a difference in the type of themes I'm developing and the kind of themes you're developing. Yours are gorgeous. WP Tonic is gorgeous. I mean, it is absolutely gorgeous. I know it's like it's the Mona Lisa of. I wouldn't go that far, but but, but um, mine, mine are a lot. There's a lot more I could have done, but I had time issues uh, like always. I, I'm looking at functionality. Yeah. I'm looking at a good. Actually, mine's like a blog with a feed, and then it's got some uh, affiliate links. So it's pretty simple. You know, and that goes back to Drudge. Remember Drudge? You ever heard of the Drudge Report? Yes. Drudge is a pretty simple-looking site, but it's very popular. Yeah. And it's done by links. That's another issue we could talk about another day. Yeah, but I want to... But, um, but, so, basically... So, what themes um, do you so like? So, you, you, you can look at themes. Um, uh, go to various theme sh themes um, shops. That, but then, um, there's a middle way, a hybrid between fully, fully custom... And then going to a, a theme shop, online theme shop like Theme Forest, or uh, I'm going to get shot for suggesting them. But I, I, you know, I think a lot of the criticism of Theme Forest is overblown. I think you know, it, it's you've got to look at the the developers that work with Theme Forest, and you you just got to be aware. Um, but there's a, there's there there is a middle road between buying a commercial theme and then accepting that you are going to change it and it will look a lot different 
but you don't want to move stuff, go crazy, because that's going to involve no. a load of new testing. And a fully custom solution, which in reality is still going to have a base framework that you know most custom developers don't develop a WordPress theme totally from the ground up. Never happens. They they utilize a very bare framework and then they build up. And then there's a the middle ground. The middle ground is there's a number of WordPress kind of quasar frameworks um, that are based on um, Trying to find the right word in here. Hey, Jonathan, FYI, we're going to lose our, our room here in a few minutes, right. five minutes. So um, we need to not pull so together. So they're based, there's a hybrid solution where um, there's a couple of kind of um, responsive frameworks where you can put WordPress in. And one of the most popular one is uh, one called um, Basecamp. Oh, Basecamp. Basecamp. Oh, uh, I think I'll pronounce it. Basecamp's very popular. Um, and there's another one, and Bill Bill butted in, and he's thrown me, folks. He, he <laughs> well, keeps you know what bloody we, doing you know this. What we need to do? When I'm in middle flow, no, no, he we, just kind of puts no, no, his no, oar in, folks. We need to bring people back, and what we need to do next time is, I'd like to look at the, I think my real estate sites are jacked up, so I need to, like to look at a real estate industry a little bit, and yeah. what type of websites, do a little research this week, come back next week with the real estate side, and then... We'll go back into this dynamic, not dynamic, but responsive theme issue and finish up with some more detail because this is important and these theories are important. But I like to look at different industries now. I like to look at the real estate, the restaurant industry, automotive industry, and how they market, how they use WordPress. Yeah, that's great. So I think Bill's right to cut because I was going way off techie when I built. This is a strange, uh, it's a good show. It's a good show today, but there's so much going and we're seeing some things breaking through our numbers on our podcasts are starting to grow. They're, even though we're screwing all up all over the place, they're actually growing, they're, they're feeding each other back. By the way, your site's up on Timeline, so you need to go email all your friends with a link of Timeline, and then that will help build up back and forth the information, the marketing side. You get, I we got will to make sure it's on my newsletter this month that and, goes out to 4,000 people. And you need to, I need to go to some of these local business meetups too and see and firsthand. I'm, and I'm going to broadcast um, WP Tonic to the 5,000 people that follow me on Twitter. Very good, very good. And it'll go. So I think that's about enough yes, for today. Yes, I think you're right. It's pretty good. You know what? It's a little slow with the new equipment, and we'll talk about that later. Yep. Thanks, folks. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed night. it. Bye. We didn't recap though. We did. You do a one minute recap. Right, whatever. You tell them. Tell them. First of all, I talked about. That was uh, too. Te- I did. I, I, I talked you've about. You got to have techie stuff in tell, it. Tell me the themes real fast. The two, th- three themes right. that you recommend for. Well, they're, they're design. kind of quasar frameworks. Or frameworks. Yeah, frameworks. I have Genesis with Dynamic. Genesis is both a responsive design in itself, and then dynamic is over. Yeah, that. but the problem with it, and I, I had this out with Mike, Mike Fitzgerald, but he loves it, and he's one of these. He's A type. He's running a successful business. Right, he's very good. And why should we're he still listen? on? What? We're still on. Well, I know. Why should he listen? I'm not saying anything. Well, I haven't said to Mike, to him. Um, I'm not the type of person to say something behind somebody's. No, we I, need, say, I want to get Mike. So in I said here. this to Mike, and he just doesn't agree with me. So that's fair because he's much more successful than me. Well, maybe Mike will come he in. Loves, he loves dynamic. He loves, but my problem with it is yeah, you're moving stuff around. 
you don't really understand the principles of design about what should go, you know, what information should go in front of the client on the smaller screen. You're making all sorts of educated guesses and then you're not retesting. You're not testing on all these different... So really you have no idea how that site really looks. So that, you know, you might have somebody who's prepared to spend for a two, three, ten thousand dollars. They go to your site, they view it on the device, it looks absolutely appalling. And they don't ring you up. You'll never know that. Right. Okay. But that, that's the reality. Any, anyway, right? we, we try to talk about what the three review. Oh, well, we, uh, we do that next time. In the notes. Right. So, anyway, take care. Have a good night. we got to get out of here. Aloha. This episode is brought to you by First Realty, serving Reno, Tahoe, Truckee, and Modesto.